Welcome back to Movie Trailer Reads Podcast. Your host Chris here with Bro, and we are here to review another M Night Shyamalan R-rated movie, Knock at the Cabin. While vacationing, a girl and her parents are taken hostage by armed strangers who demand that the family make choices to avert the apocalypse. It is directed and written by M Night Shyamalan, uh, and Steve Des Steve Desmond and Michael Sherman. This is also based off a book, right? Yes, by Paul Tremblay. It's called uh, okay. Cabin at the End of the World. Got you. 2018 won uh, a lot of awards. Okay. Uh, stars Dave Bautista, John Groff, Ben Aldridge. Who else is it? Uh, um, Abby Kristen Quinn. Kristen Yeah. Um, Nikki right. Bird. Yep. All right. What did you think? Um... Cinematically and stylistically, I feel like this is a really strong installment for M. Night Shyamalan in a way that I feel like we haven't really seen since some of his earlier work. Uh, substance and narrative-wise, it's, I was, I, 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 there's like rage deep in my soul. Um, and I say that separate from the fact that he changed things unnecessarily from Cabin at the End of the World. I just feel like I was watching a movie with the script written by someone who is shook. Um, and I and I said right after it that it's probably going to be better received than a lot of people think, but I felt like it was shallow and it fell flat because um, he felt the need to explain and over-explain. And, and some of what he asked from some of his actors just that didn't all the way gel for me on a tension point. So um, I, I, was, I was disappointed. See, see, you can't be disappointed if you were never pointed. <laughs> Okay, so you know what? I'm saying? Start the year off. Start the year off. <sighs> no, I mean, honestly, everything you said, I, I feel too. Like, I think stylistically, here's the thing. I, I you know, let's start with the positives here. Like, I, when I'm, I'm on the IMDb page now, or before they played the trailer, they were going over like Dave Batista's career and stuff like, and some of the stuff he's done. I was like, who had Dave Batista being like? The strong, one of the stronger, if not the strongest actor out of the WWE <laughs> years ago. Like, well, who had uh, that on their bingo? I did not have that on my bingo card years ago when he first came in to the WWE. You, you said that guy's gonna be in Hollywood. Yes, I thought that only in the sense if you think about who he came in with the class was. It wasn't so much seeing him there as it was in the cut clips. He always had this really dry sardonic wit and i was like i think he's smarter than they have him play hmm. no no no. i mean and it's one thing to be smarter but like he's turning out and like he's he's actually he's getting ranged but he's playing to his but he's yeah, playing he to his strengths strength. yeah. a lot of guys in the wwe have range oh i know they that. just yeah, never yeah, yeah. they never needed it yeah and, and i mean let's thing be too, real he, yeah, he, dwayne he, johnson had range until he decided to stop developing exactly and that's what and i was about to say that it's like him and Batista and um, uh, um, Cena, I feel like are still are, are still you know hungry and trying. Whereas Dwayne just gotten so full of himself, he doesn't want to try no more. So it's refreshing to see um, 
this, but I'm not gonna lie, and this is not a spoiler, but like when they tell you what the, uh, his character's job is, I'm like, the fuck out of here. It's, a, it's one of the most unrealistic things that happens in this movie. I was like, fuck yes. out of here. It's like, fuck out of here with this <laughs> gentle giant ass motherfucker. <laughs> I mean, listen, even he's saying, he's like, y'all let me be great. I want a right. romance. Work with me here. Right. So, I mean, so I like. So, uh, but I, I like that. I like the cast. I like, uh, like, you, like, you, like you were saying, like, stylistically, uh, cinema, cinematically, I think this this might be one of the best looking ones that yeah. M. Night's done in a while. So it has all the pieces there. And then you get to, and again, I'm not, you're probably, you've read, obviously you've read the book, so you can kind of, you have that aspect of it. But as somebody who is not reading the book, I know you, you'll kind of agree with this too. It's just so shallow. And I'm yeah. like, it, it, and it's so clear that it shouldn't be this shallow. Like, I'm sitting in the theater and I, I didn't, you know, it was it's one of those things. I love movies that are early at the beginning of the year, especially in this post pandemic time when they do screeners. They don't even bother like giving you the announcement to turn your phones off and things like that. They literally just started the fucking movie and we're like, oh, I got to turn my phone off. So I was almost put my phone off. I wanted to see how long this movie was going to be because I'm like, uh, you know, I'm just so busy and I'm, I'm tired. And I want to go home. And I'm like, oh, start a movie starting at seven. I wonder how long this movie's going to be. And I was like, M. Night is, is R rated. I, I, I set it up front to myself. I'm like, He's going to make it too short. I guarantee you this movie's like 90 minutes. Turns out the movie's an hour and 40 minutes. And it, again, it's, it, could someone else make this movie in an hour and 40 minutes? Possibly. Can M. Night do this movie in an hour and 40 minutes? I don't think he can do the movie, period. But he definitely can't do it in an hour and 40 minutes. And honestly, it's just so shallow. It's just. Honestly. Yeah. I think the answer from me to your question, that one is yes, he could have, but he sucked the, he sucked all of the real existential dread out of this movie. He sucked all of the, the depth uh, and the range. This casting is perfect. Like even where it kind of is at a weird cognitive dissonance with, you know, the gentle giant of Dave Bautista and, and like uh, our, you know, that the guy who plays, uh, uh, the I can't remember the redhead's name in this movie, but he's a he's Wait, a hell of an actor. Yeah, yeah. and I'm becoming oh, persistently annoyed right. that people don't ask for more right. from him as well. Right. Well, and, um, it's just. But if he hadn't yeah. tried to get cute in the presentation, mm-hmm. if he had really had them dig at each of these turns, if every flashback, if every non-linear moment had really had that kick, if some of the things that he did that were tweaks for the contemporary simply because the movie's a little old, right? Mm-hmm. That he had to update to the now. If he had really kind of just let those play out, and if he had had a character do less yelling <laughs> and more emoting, the second and the third act would have kicked, and that hour 40 would have been worth it. because the changes that he made substantively from the book are changes that I feel like I don't know why. And they're not the changes that people think they are. The couple in the book is gay. Um, The child in the book is still adopted. Um, But he makes really big departures 
in order to give us the ending that we get. And I think that's his downfall. I feel like he was writing to correct a problem he felt the book had. And in doing so, he destroyed everything that made this book work. It just... We're trying to be careful here because we don't want to spoil. We'll probably go more into depth when we for premium when we when we talk about this. There's so many things there. It just, I I think that, and I, and I don't think this is shocking if you look at the trailer and see this. There is, and I don't, and I'm as someone who's never read the book, so I don't know this, but this is very clearly a religious aspect to this. That oh yeah. But it's not really there in the movie. And so it's like, I'm watching this. And even somebody who's not religious, I'm like, I feel like you're missing something. Like, I can piece it together what you're trying to do and read between the lines. But I don't feel like this should be a read between the lines, kind of figure it out on your own type deal. I feel like you kind of need to go there. And it just doesn't. I just... It, it just he makes some he make he he makes a lot of Old Testament assumptions. Yeah, and uh, he makes a yeah. that he thinks people will know what they're coming in, and that's kind of what I meant when I said like if he had had a character do less yelling, if those flashbacks had been more purposeful, you're supposed to be both a participant and an observer of what's happening mm-hmm. in the cabin, right? And every single thing and every moment and every piece that you learn is supposed to lead you to this, this, this inevitable breaking point where you break left or you break right. Right. And we don't know the dynamic between this couple at a conscious level Mm -hmm. well enough. And he tries to play that way too subtle. And those are the parts that should have been more overt. We should have got a lot of character development, uh, emotional development. There should have been this connective tissue that was built up through that. And the parts that he's super loud and preachy about in the movie are just supposed to roll out because everything that we get in a, like these little building block pieces about these people. And this is me watching the movie. This isn't me bringing like y'all frequently accuse me of doing. And I will, you know, acknowledge I'm prone to do. Um, the pieces from the bookend that are missing on the screen. This is just what you get on the screen. We don't know this couple well enough. We don't. We don't know their 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 dynamic well enough. We get enough to understand what built their connection, mm-hmm. but we don't. We don't have enough to know what's gotten them through the good, the bad, the rut, the ugly, and the rough. We definitely don't know where they land on a spiritual, philosophical, or religious front, and we need to. Right. Yeah, definitely need to. It's it's just a shame because it's this is not a bad movie, but it's another one. It's I feel like again we started this year off the way we were going through most of last year, which is I feel like we're missing something. I feel like it doesn't do enough. I feel like there's just something missing. And and again, this is what I feel with this, this film here. Like, I, I think it's sadly probably like, what, what is, what is the last few movies that M. Nice done? Cause I feel like this might sadly still be one of his better films over the last few. It, oh, it I remember is. the last, the last one was old. Old. old but we yeah. liked old up until I, he didn't yeah, go right. full horror. Yeah. You're right. It, it just, yeah, he did. 
Knock at the Cabin, this... Old Glass, which I think was a big disappointment. Split was probably his best one in a while. Split's his best and, one. And actually, I'm sorry, wait, that's him producing. Did he direct that too? I believe so. Yeah, I he think he still that. did all of Split. Yeah. I, this is why I said I feel like he shook. Yeah. And I don't know what it is because well, the visit was also the visit, enough, the visit was also good too. We you know we need to do we need yes. to do the we need to do a a a, a spoiler uh, on the visit. You know, the visit is definitely one of those up there that's like the it, fuck. <laughs> look, listen, I I don't have some of the prejudice against M Night that a lot of people have. Um, I feel like he took such a beating about the latter reception of some of his earlier movies, that some of the risks that he was willing to take, some of the the storylines he was willing to interrogate, some of the character portrayals he was dying to put on screen, he he's afraid to do it now. So he goes close, but everything feels like it needs to have that nice little round, shiny commercial polish. It's like he's not fighting the studio anymore. The, the, the weird thing about it is, when you look at this this films, right? There's only like three that I would say are like get the fuck out of here, right? There's the happening, which is the one that where I kind of just that's always the one I go back to. Is like what the fuck were you doing? Fuck out of here. This is <laughs> air is the fucking enemy of is a fuck fuck you. Fuck you, M. Night, right? So that's always, I'm, point, I'm, was he really wrong? I mean, I know, I know. And then, and then we come to the pandemic. Now it's like, so maybe the happening was just like, you know, uh, uh, 15 years too early or something like that, right? The last airbender, which, yeah, motherfucker, you deserve that shit. You how know. dare he touch yeah, that movie? Yeah, you you, you was, deserve that. How dare he? And then there was After Earth, which I never watched anyway, but like, yeah. So, but yeah, like, no. other, um, but, I would say that Knock on Wood is his worst attempt at adaptation, but After Earth exists, so I can't. Did he, and did he even direct? He didn't direct that. He's not showing up in his director list. Um, who did direct that piece of? He directed it. Wait, which one? After Earth was still M Night. He directed. No, 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 After no, Earth. no, no. After Earth, I'm talking about the other one you said. You, you said there was another one that you said. After Earth is the word, but what what other was? Oh, knock of the cat. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. The one we're talking about now. The one we're talking about right now. I was like, like, what are you talking about? I was like, uh uh-huh, yeah. See, at that point, that right there, that thing that just happened to you is what's wrong with this movie. Yeah, no, no. This is going to be a forgettable movie. This is definitely a forgettable movie. And the thing about it is it should, like, all the pieces are there. Like, when big-ass Batista shows up to talk to that little girl and you're just like, Uh this is, when Leonard shows up to talk to her and he just, it's like, it's got the pieces like motherfucker you you were there you could have done it and I'm and I'm with you I feel like I, I think you summed it up this movie is safe he's not going to get killed for it it's going to be a generally positively received film yep but and for me it's forgettable when it had to be and. And it's one of those things where it's I'm I'm with you. Like he's M Night was a, the whole big thing was what a twist, right? That's the whole big thing with M Night, right? And if you start thinking about his films, it's like they don't. It, this doesn't have that. This, there's no real twist here. It's very. Safe. I know we're gonna do it's, a spoiler review, but I will tell you this: he took it out. Hmm. Hmm. That's. It's. 
That, he took the twist and the turn out. That makes sense because, like, I felt that the entire time, I felt like I was missing something. This entire film and this hour and forty minutes, I kept waiting for that. And yep. then when the end happens, I'm like, I feel like I, I, it's again, I, I left going like, and I, it's one of those things where, <laughs> and I know, I know my HR, I know HR, I know the allied reps hate me. Because there are some times where I just don't feel like talking about or, or giving my thoughts on the film when I leave. And so this was an audience filled screener too. So I basically hid behind some folks as I walked out so I didn't have to give wow. my thoughts on it. I didn't pretend like they couldn't see me. Well, because like I, I hate because I hate because I, I honestly do hate trying to give my thoughts when I first walk out of a fucking theater. Right? Especially on a film yeah. like this. Because I'm I I need you need time to process you need time to think right and I probably have been harsher on the film when I first walked out than I am now because I would have been so disappointed in the fact that it's like that was it like that's what you're like you went from this had potential to now this is another one of those films that you're gonna you turn on oh yeah Oh, knock of the cabinets on. Oh, okay. Have it on the background or something like that. It's one of those things where it could have been something so much better, right? Especially, I feel like the performances in this film for the, uh, for the, for, for what they were told to do are great. I feel like I'm with you. I think there should have been, I think this cast could have done more had he asked for it. Um, I just think they weren't asked to do more than what he put in front of them. And it's just, it's just, it's just disappointing. It's so disappointing because this should be a better film. Yeah. I, I, okay. So, um, I think I got, I, they, they wait on me, man. Cause I'm so slow. I move like a Galapagos. I'm slow. So I'm usually the last person out because I don't like to be trying to fight with people coming around me so i just wait and i come out so i never get away from there like so what'd you think and i was like i was extremely disappointed i was like um i don't know how you take a book that wins one of the highest horror awards and you turn in a non-horror movie uh, about mm, that's a good uh, point. you know it's not a horror film it's it doesn't yeah it, it doesn't 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 get mm. a horror nope it barely it doesn't even it barely tips over into suspense mm-hmm. and uh <sighs> If the director was anyone other than M. Night Shyamalan, I would ask, um, uh, was this audience intended for non-evangelical uh, Christians? Mm. It's extremely preachy, when it, and it's, 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 it's over the top. And, it, it's, and, and, and the, the juxtapositions of personalities that they want is so on the nose and so obvious that it works and then it goes past the point of working because they never give you anything else to dig into for what's happening. And when you have basically a one room closed room Mm -hmm. movie, you can't do that. There's nowhere else to look. There's no one else to clue key into everybody's in one room. And it brings me back again to the outfit that came out last year. Did you ever get a chance to watch that? I do not think so. Okay, well, it's Mark Rylance is the star. It's um, we talked about this. No, I didn't. I, I I do need to watch it. I remember you talking to me about this. I did look it up. Yes, I yeah. haven't seen it, but yes. 
so you know people were kind of weird about that tone of the movie because it feels like it's got that bit of a metronome behind it and you know um everybody is almost comp- the movie happens almost a hundred percent in one location and even when you're moving through the parts of the room, something's happening. Someone's talking or it's, it's a pay nothing, no attention over here because the suspense and the music are building there. And you know, something's about to go down. All of that's happening and knock at the cabin at, you know, at the door. I don't even remember the name of this anymore. Knock at the cabin. Uh, yeah, it's knock at the cabin. I was like, I should have just stayed. See, that's, what, I think that's, what you, that's probably what you said before you said knock at the door. And I'm like, I got the door. What the fuck? That's not the right movie. I was like, my bad. Right. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? It's not my fault. It's not my fault. He's doing a bunch of knock. He knocked knocked on the door like the police. I'm not opening it. Right. 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 And they really do knock on the door like the police. Ain't nobody open. This this door is like half a knock between uh, you about to just kick my door in. But even that moment doesn't build to the crescendo that it's supposed to. And we can go into more of that when we do the spoiler chat, because I have thoughts and feelings, but because of the way he decided to build and play with the themes that are in here, I'm just like, who is this movie for? Because it's not for your regular audience. Are you actually trying to make a movie for the people who generally and vocally express disappointment in your movie? I, I, I'm not certain. I'm not certain who the movie's for. <sighs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't yeah. I don't know. I it, I it, there's just there's there's just so much you don't get. Even even the the four who the the group that show up with Batista that show up to knock on the, the cabin and things like that, you don't even get enough about them, right? Because I think their oh. stories are, are important too. And I don't think it, you just you get a little bit of it, like of info dump sometimes, but it's not enough. It's just that's the word. It's just not enough. I, I, no, that's just, the word that I couldn't think of earlier. You, you hit it. What? Everything that you get that's development is info dumped. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's just they drop it there, and you're just like, what? Well, I, I actually, <laughs> in a way, to be very meta, I feel like I'm trapped in the cabin watching this film, and I just have people dropping things on me. Will you make a choice? Motherfucker, I don't know. I don't know you. What are you talking about? Make a choice. You haven't given me enough information to make a choice. Right? What are we that doing actually, here? <laughs> actually, you know what? That's what it is. Because just like mm-hmm. in the movie, where you're just like, you're not giving them enough information to make a choice. I feel like the movie's doing the same thing, where it's just like, you haven't given me enough information to really like this movie because yeah. it's just there's info dump. Like I'm the entire time. I'm like Eric and Andrew going like, I, I don't know enough. I, who are you? What are you doing? Are you crazy? Are you not crazy? I mean, there's, 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 there's even that. Cause there's times when I think it's Andrew says that a couple of times. So they're going like, this is a group delusion. You guys are all thinking like, there's not enough there. Like there, there, there's a there's a there's a part in this film at one point where you start piecing things together. You're like, well, maybe they're right. Maybe this is all you guys just made all this up, and you're you're somebody else is is misleading you and things like. There's a, they they go down that route for a little bit, and they stop, and it just it just, mm, yeah. I'm just I'm just. That's just I, 
yeah, I'm disappointed. And I was so excited because uh, I, I don't know, man. It's just, I was excited. See, I wasn't. I, because... I, come, I come into M. Night Films already knowing I'm going to be disappointed so that when he, when he barely, yeah, yeah. so when he doesn't completely disappoint me, I go, like this film, I'm like, well, at least it was pretty to look at. At least the acting was yeah, good. Yeah, gorgeous. Like, the sound set, like, the sound Yeah, I'm like, you know what? Um, you know what? You know what? Not bad. And I, it, honestly, I feel like that's where that score right now, I think it's sitting right around like 70%, 71%, 72% right now on Rotten Tomatoes. I can almost guarantee you that's where everybody's going in. Like A lot of people came into this going like, I, cause I, was, I was sitting down in the theater, and I think a lot of, I was hearing some other folks, some, especially some other critics talking about it, and I think a lot of them came in with their expectations already at ground level. They were already on the ground with their expectations. So it's literally one of those things where it's like, if you come in with low expectations, well, then this film's going to exceed them because, like, well, the bar was already low enough, right? And so you're going to be like, ah, eh, it's good enough. But if you're, and I, and I think that it goes with what you were saying, it's only because it's M. Night. If it was any other director, I don't think you come in with your expectations that low in some cases, and you're going to come out going like, well, no, that's not. No, that's not good. But I feel like I'm kind of almost grading it on an M Night curve, going like, "Well, at least it's not the happening." <laughs> damn, just damn. Well, I, maybe I think the I honestly I, this is going to sound real derisive and dismissive, and on it's I don't fucking care. I think a lot of critics. I think a lot of critics. This movie works for them because they're lazy. I think if mm-hmm. nothing else, last year's proved. Critics are lazy. Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. And they're lazier than usual. That, like, you know, we never even got a chance to talk about Babylon, but I'm hoping that we're going to do some. Oh, no, we got to do. We got to. We got to. We got to. We got to do a spoiler review. Yeah, we got to do some Oscar nominees talk. And it's, you know, it's not nominated for any of the big awards, but it is nominated. So we still talk about it. And I just want to talk about that unhinged fucking movie. (laughs) But I, I, I feel like some of the things like that were divisive about. Did we talk about Tar? Yes, you did. Did we review, get a chance to? You reviewed Tar and I just listened. Yes. Yeah. Like, did you ever get a chance to see it? Hell no, I ain't watching that film. I didn't think you would, but you know, there's a chance there. <laughs> All of these movies that came out that people kind of jumped on one side of the fence or on the other side of the fence was like, oh, it's so ambiguous and it was too much for me, or they didn't have a point, or it was so chaotic. The number of movies that people tried, they're like, oh, it's not their uncut gems. I'm like, what is, do y'all just not know what to do with a movie that has a, a seven, eight, you know, time pace, click, 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 let's move. And I feel like this movie is doing better than people like us feel. One, because this is what a lot of people think horror is. And they're wrong. Mm -hmm. And that dismays me. But two, I also feel like people want their handheld. They don't want, they don't want to have to try to, shallow works for them because shallow is all they can do. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like the funniest part of this movie is an infomercial that happens. You you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah. And I feel like that's meta in a different kind of way because he took out everything complex from this script. He took out everything with depth and um, urgency and necessity, and he completely reworked the third act to change the moral and the point 
which is the reason why I feel like people like you and I are disappointed in the movie because it's leading somewhere and then he basically punts and goes somewhere stupid. Um, so none of the pieces ever come together the way they're supposed to. But I think for a lot of other people, it works because one, you're right. I think for them, the bar is in hell and, you know, he could step over that. Two, Dave Bautista puts on, does a hell of a job. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nikki uh, Amuka Bird as Sabrina does a great job too. Yeah, I mean, I think both of them are basically carrying I mean, there's there there's other great great performances, but I mean, both of them should get back braces because you know mm-hmm. they're carrying the fuck out of the movie. Here. <laughs> yeah, it, but it's supposed to be. He's trying to make a movie that's supposed to have moral grit, have the simplicity of a parable, and mm-hmm. I think there are a lot of people floating around on the planet. That a parable is all they can do, and this is going to work for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, oh, it's I just, the movie is just so shallow. It, it's very, very, very shallow. So yeah, I, I just like it's pretty. Yeah, um, but there's there's no empathy in the direction. There's there's the 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 commentary is. <sighs> Yeah, I just I told someone that he sucked the life out of our book and don't go because I don't want you to call me later mad. I'm mad enough for both of them. And I think that's where I still am days later. Yeah. Um, all right, what would you give out of ten? A five. See, I'm I'm okay. I'm giving it a six and a half. Okay, um, it gets a five because it's really pretty and the soundscape is yeah. cool. And Dave Bautista is actually a pretty good gentle giant. Yeah, that's, that's all I got. Like that's he's done a really like I, again. It, it it it's still shocking to me. I'm not gonna lie. Like he's he's gotten gotten he's you know Dave doing Dave doing Dave things doing pretty pretty damn good. You know, so give that man his romance. <laughs> that might be the only thing he hasn't done yet. Look, he's done the kid movie. Mm-hmm. That's what it I'm was saying. actually kind of funny. That's what I'm saying. He's done. He clearly done action. He's yeah. done drama. Like yeah. he needs. He 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 honestly does need a romance. <laughs> give that man his wrong com. I feel he's, <laughs> he's earned it. Right. And give him a good one. Yeah, he like he would probably kill at it. <laughs> Yo, so... He deserves at this point, man. Yeah. I'm here for it. But this movie is not an effective apocalyptic thriller in any way, mm-hmm. and that's not his fault. So I'm not gonna hold it against him. No, I'm no. not holding it against anybody. That's oh, why none of movie, the actors, you know, none of the actors in this film should have anything held against them because they 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 do a great job. Like they do, they yeah. they do what they're supposed to do. With the script, I, and again, I put this on M Night because you're directing it, you're and you're writing it, like this on you, buddy. <laughs> this is on Ooh. you. This is on you, and and I, it, I'm with you. I feel like it. Everything we were saying, it feels like he went the safe route, and like he got spooked, and decided to not do the thing that literally is what made his name, right? Because say what you want, I mean, outside of like the last airbender and maybe after Earth, which I never saw, even the happening at least has a twist and has the M. Night flair to it. You're still like, fuck you, dude. But it's still got it, right? It's still there. Yeah. 
it's still there. It's like this is you know, and and you can excuse the the last Airbender because they're not those type of films, but like this is right up the alley for that kind of thing. And to hear that he took it out, that's just mm. look. I think the reason why I said I was excited is because I really like this story. Trambley's book really is a sharp, uh, complex, moral, kind of intense, apocalyptic kind of thrill of, you know, it's all coming down to the end. Who are you in the end kind of thing, right? And when I heard who had their hands on it, I was like, no, that's, yeah, yeah. This is something that he knows how to adapt. We've, I, we, I know he knows how to adapt. This is early Shyamalan. I want to play around with this idea of what lies beneath, what's deep in people, the, the, the empathy or the lack of, and all these cracks in humanity. And I was like, yeah, this is this would put him this would get him back on his feet. Plus, it's undeniable from even if you didn't like glass, split glass and old, cinematically, he's kind of found his gear for what it looks like and how he wants a movie to feel and what he wants it to sound like again. So that's definitely I was like, he could do this. Absolutely. And I don't know. I mean, I expected the guy who I he didn't come to work. I don't know who showed up for work, but this it ain't him. So that's why I kind of was it wasn't so much that it was him and I had expectations. I was like, no, this could be the thing. This could be the time. These bring together and it's a nice way to meld all the things that he does well with a story that we already know the nose plays. It's won awards. It's it's allotted, and Tambly knows his shit. And I was just like, "Why did you take your hand off your script, sir? Right. I want to fight him." Right. Like I'm blaming the author for not demanding to have script control. Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, but I'll save the rest. We can go into detail because yeah, we, we just sound kind of we still sound kind of whiny without having to tell, being able to tell you the why. Yeah, 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 we gotta, you gotta, we gotta be able to drive, jump into it. And and here's the thing: I'll, I'll even say this: go see it. I think most people, especially if your expectations are low, will have an enjoyable theater. Here's another thing too. Like, and on a positive note, it's only I, I and this is a negative. It's only an hour and forty minutes, so that's the other thing too. So if you're not feeling it, it's not like you're going to be there for two hours or something like that. So it's an in and out type deal, which is part of the problem, but still, not a bad thing. So, um. All right, folks. Uh, like Don't I said, we're going to do a family. You know how yeah. black folk do. It's one them. Because yeah, that's the thing too is R rated, but it really kind of shouldn't. Anyway, we'll we'll do with it. We'll, uh, come to premium. We're going to talk about this film. Uh, we also have uh, Ant Man uh, coming up in a couple weeks, so that'll also have a spoiler review. And then we have a lot of other things we just haven't talked about. So we, we mentioned Babylon. Probably need to go back and uh, and talk about. Uh, 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 um, Top Gun. There's a bunch of other things we I've seen and we've seen and we've had and we just haven't talked about. So um, we'll do that before the awards and things like that. So again, make sure you guys subscribe, movie trailer reviews, uh, and we will guys see you guys soon. So until next time, we're out of here. Peace. <laughs>